0: Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine.
1: This is John Hennigan, and we, of course, we have our host Frank Selby, one a very accomplished uh, uh, angler of, of all sorts. Been there, done that, caught that too, but. Uh, Anyway, we got a couple minutes before we get our first guest on, and yeah. uh, we have some great guests today, going, don't we, uh,
2: Mark? Got some good people. We're going to start off with Ryan from Alaskan Remote Adventures. We've got Paul from Acute Angling, and we got Christopher Jenkins from Tao's Fly Shop out of New Mexico. It's going to be super. Yeah. Uh,
3: and what do you got? What do you
1: got to say, Frank? Well, I'll tell you, I'm worried about the election. I got friends on both sides of the fence. And I have a few Democrats saying they're going to vote for him. I got a few that hate him. And so I vote for who I think's the best. And me personally, I like Trump. I don't like everything he says, but I'm voting for him. Yeah, I, it's not a political show, but, you know, I, I think uh, Trump is uh, – Um, a buffoon, and he doesn't seem to understand about politics, but um, he's accomplished more in his period of time than most any other president. He's taken on serious his promises. He hasn't got them all, but it takes Congress to cooperate, and there is no cooperation in the federal government anywhere.
4: I know. In the old
1: days, yeah. Democrats, if it was good for the people, both sides would get together and get it straightened out. Now, it's, yeah. I won't do anything The Republicans. The Republicans won't do anything The Democrats. And that's hell on us people. Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, Biden looks presidential. He's certainly a politician, but in my opinion, he's a puppet. But yeah, uh, anyway, agree. enough of that stuff. We don't want to get nasty letters.
2: Nasty letters, we get those few every so often, don't we guys? Hey, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with Ryan from Alaskan Remote Adventures. It's gonna be a good segment. Don't you go anywhere.
6: We have something new and exciting for all fishermen and fisherwomen, from five to twelve-year-old boys and girls to teenagers and adults. Join the Unreal Fish Sales Fresh and Saltwater Fishing Club to get an amazing fifty percent discount on all Unreal rods and reels, forty percent discount on all apparel, and thirty percent discount on all Unreal mounts. This monthly Fresh and Saltwater video contest has a cash prize up to twenty-five hundred dollars. Members who join our Unreal Fish Sales Club anytime this
7: a full-service fly shop. His and her fly fishing offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Henneken This is John Henneken, and, of course, we have
1: our host, Frank Selby. And, uh, Frank, I just came across this, uh, I, I consider him a young man. I don't know how old he is. But uh, just uh, about a week ago, I've been talking to him. I'm very anxious to get him on the air. So I would like uh, Ryan, is his name, uh, to give us an idea Um The name of his uh, operation is Alaskan, with an N, Remote Adventures, and his uh, accommodations are very remote. So, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and start with that uh, and give us some contact information and tell us where you're located.
8: Excellent. Yeah, thanks for having me and highlighting me. So, we are on the Molchotna River, which is part of the Nushagak River system which empties into Bristol Bay. We're about 45 miles away from Iliamna. Um, it's a pretty well-known area, especially for fly fishermen, for trout, salmon. We are about 100 miles from the coast. So we're we're pretty far inland and near that Lake Clark National Park and Preserve area. So very beautiful mountain area, if you haven't been out there. And, yeah, we're pretty much the only operation on the river where we're at. Yeah, so, so if there's another boat on the river in 20 years. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. you have got your own and, private and river. occasional <laughs> local, so. Yeah. Well, I can't, get, can't get, get a lot of pressure. fish with
3: you? What was that? What's the best time to come up
8: and fish with you? What time of the year, August, September? Best times are going to be July through September. So in mm-hmm. July, we start seeing our king run first. So we have an, uh, the New Shigak River boasts an amazing king run. So just to give you an idea, even in 2020, it struggled, but there were still counted 43,000 that came up the river. If you compare that to like the Kenai, they got like 11,000 this year. So yeah. July is king season. Also, about mid-July, we start seeing sockeye. Um, we had like 1.2 million sockeye this year, and they'll run through about mid-August to where the silvers start picking up. All right. Um, we was have of what I hear. in there too. And <laughs> rainbow trout. Yep, yep. So early season, we're targeting a lot of uh, arctic grayling. Uh, we do some fun topwater on the spring for them and for the rainbows. Um, we also have northern pike, and then we do in the summer. They're not a resident fish for us, like the rainbows, pike, and grayling, but we get dolly varden that will follow the salmon up the river. So mm-hmm. July, August, and September are really good dolly varden fishing as well. Well, you are, uh, you know, I, I'm i familiar a lot with
1: Alaska. But I, it's, there's so many little towns that I don't, I don't know all these places. Uh, just to get a perspective, how far north of you are you from, say, Ketchikan or Sitka?
8: So we are very far north from there because we're, so that's going to be in southeast Alaska. We're in southwest Alaska. So you would actually travel through Anchorage and then you're going to travel about 250 miles west of Anchorage, um, out to where we are. So your final plane to the lodge is on a float plane, and they land right on the river. And, and on yeah. our website, too, we have a good map that show, it kind of pins right where we are, which yeah. is just www.alaskanremoteadventures.com. Well, you said it's remote. Tell us about the accommodations. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very common um, for my competitors that are way downriver. They have camps, um, tent camps, which most of them are very nice. Um, We are lucky enough to have an actual lodge. So we have a main lodge building where we do have our dining and lounge rooms. And then we have a guest house. So we put two people per bedroom. Um, We've got generator power. We have water. We provide all your meals. In the rooms, each bedroom has a private bathroom. So the beauty is at the end of the day you can come back, get some nice food, get a warm shower, and sleep comfortably. Well I understand understand the food is world class. Yeah, definitely. We do prime ribs, shrimp and scallop pasta, crab boils, of course we do some salmon, so that I we, like we to go. Do, do we have a little smoked salmon laying on the table somewhere? There you go. Yes, absolutely. All and that, right. Is that yeah. three meals a day? <laughs> yep, three meals a day. So some of the days we will do a packed lunch. we um, yeah. send you out on the river. And some of those days that you're out on the river all day, we'll even do a shore lunch. So if you oh. get a salmon, we'll cook it right up there for you. And then oh. we always come back to the lodge for dinner.
1: So. Yeah. Usually what and- time do we come in to come back from,
0: for dinner.
8: Usually we have dinner right around 7, 7.30 is our dinner time. Um, but during those summer months, too, we get a lot of light. So if the yeah. guests want, we're actually, we, we only run 8 to 10 people a week because we like to keep it small and remote. So we're very accommodating. We'll go out back at night if people want to go or if they want to rest and hit it early, we'll go early.
1: I like that a lot. I like to go out after dinner. Sometimes I used to just walk down to the river and fish right there, and then they started letting a few of us go out after dinner, and now it's a big popular thing for a lot of my group.
8: Yeah, uh, it can be fun, and it can be great fishing at that time of day.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ryan, uh Frank is quite an accomplished uh, fly fisherman. Uh, I okay. suspect he'd enjoy this. You want to talk about fly fishing a little bit?
8: Absolutely, absolutely. So, we're generally going to be trying to get people out wading in the river. Um, there are some points on the Molchatna where we do some boat fishing because it is big water, but we get up on all the little tributaries coming into the main big river. We'll get you out wading. So, we do, we have awesome king salmon fishing because you're fishing these little tributaries, generally throwing a streamer on a 10 weight. Um, just swinging streamers down and trying to hit those big kings that are coming up. Um, We do uh, fly fishing for the sockeye. Sockeye are pretty actually difficult to get to bite. Um, So you do what you call flossing, um, and you can only legally catch them by hooking them in the mouth. Because we're right in their spawning grounds, we actually will get them to bite um, because they're guarding their nests. Um, And then the silver salmon, probably the highlight, we do a lot of streamer fishing, um, you know, underwater subsurface for them as well, but we do get them on top water in certain areas too. So we're just using, you know, big poppers. And, uh, you know, what's what's included, you've
1: got, uh, well, you probably fly, everything that goes to Alaska goes through Seattle.
8: So you got to go from probably from Seattle to where? Seattle to Anchorage, and then from Anchorage, you take a flight to the village of Ileana, and that's where it gets you on the float plane and fly you right out to the lodge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, one yeah, basket, backup, easy one question.
1: What colors Fingers are the best for the silvers? Purple and
8: pink, uh, red and uh, blue? Exactly. The purple, pinks, reds. Um, green. We even had success with green. Um, so those, those are going to be your top colors. There were some days where you know we throw go out and it's we don't get them on those, and they just want dark flies. But it's it's definitely the best flies, the most success are those pinks, purples, reds, greens. Chartreuse. <laughs> I like for exactly.
1: Yeah, and uh, just to kind of make so people understand, I was looking on the internet the other day, and these what you call remote lodges, um, some of them are mostly remote, but not like yours. And uh, you know, for a fly fishing trip for you know, if like I four or five days, you're looking at eight nine thousand dollars. Yep, absolutely. And a lot of and you're, yeah to- you're, so your prices are are quite reasonable. I know that. If they mention Fish Talk Radio... Or fish hunt talk radio, fish hunt talk, that uh, they get a little special price. What can you do for somebody?
8: Absolutely. So our our six day six night lodge package runs six thousand per person, and with the fish hunt radio, we're doing for forty five hundred. Holy
2: cow! That's a super deal. AlaskanRemoteAdventures.com, dot com. adventures dot com. Stick around. We're heading down to the Amazon right after this break.
3: There was a white fish everywhere
7: and her fly fishing offers ffi certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with frank selby listen to frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live saturdays on sirius xm radio channel 211 custom flies are handmade to, to your order in house in newport beach fishing in mexico belize florida or the rockies frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need
4: flies and gear google his and her fly fishing it's time for you to take a real
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. We have our host, Frank
1: Shelby, and a very interesting special guest. Frank, would you like to introduce? I'll let him introduce himself. We're next to each other back-to-back at the Fred Hall Show every year. So just let's get out the website and all the things that we like to talk about.
9: Alrighty, Frank and John, uh, nice to speak with you. Uh, we are Acute Angling. Our website is acuteangling.com and our telephone number, toll free, is 866 832 2987.
1: And where are you located?
9: We operate in Brazil. Our focus is on remote. Uh, Exotic species trips, primarily peacock, bass, payara, giant catfish, throughout the Amazon basin in Brazil. We fish primarily in Indian reservations, which are exclusive waters or remote waters that are only reached by float plane.
1: How's that fly fly doing down there? (laughs)
9: <laughs> the the region we fish, believe it or not, is uh, is free of uh, biting insects. There are no mosquitoes in blackwater systems, so the only thing we have to worry about, pretty much like the rest of the world these days, is where the world is headed in this pandemic.
3: So well, you
1: filled people up a being afraid to fly, I'm sure that had a big effect on you. To.
9: I'm sorry, I, I missed that question, gentlemen. Uh,
1: people being afraid to fly must have had a huge uh, effect on you this year.
9: Yeah, well, uh, we we have, you know, this all began, and, and like everybody else, we promptly shut down. Our trips normally begin in August, but um, back in May, uh, the world started to look at Uh, Brazil as the epicenter of the pandemic. And air travel collapsed. Uh, Everything went down the tubes for us. And uh, so we sat back and we rescheduled our clients so that they would have an opportunity to enjoy their trip at a safer time. Uh, But things have changed over the last eight months, and um, now there are some real different factors on the ground. Uh, Brazil is doing far, far better than before. In fact, they're doing a lot better than we are at this time. Amazonas in particular has essentially put a stop uh, to this. It, It is no longer epidemic. It's endemic in the region. Uh, The city of Manaus, where our anglers arrive, is now considered one of the most improved and safe cities worldwide with an international airport. So the government has opened it to tourism. They have reopened Indian reservations. Americans are now allowed to travel to Brazil. And Brazil is open to Americans without quarantine. We have received the regulatory approval we required to rebegin our fishing trips. That wasn't easy. There was a process involved here because, of course, um, The pandemic hasn't left the world. It still exists, and it's still uh, in the forefront of what everybody thinks about and what everybody has to deal with. So we've adopted the Cleveland Clinic protocols, uh, and as a result of that, we are providing as safe a circumstance as we can, both travel-wise and transfer-wise, in, in light of conditions, and frankly, once you've arrived at our locations, there ain't nobody there but us and uh, there is no outside source of of the virus. so with that in mind, we were able to uh, begin to operate, and like any company like a restaurant that is now running at 20% of capacity, this is not a money-making effort. This is an effort to uh, keep the Indian tribes with whom we partner uh, employed. It is an an intention of uh, delivering what we promise to those of our anglers who are comfortable with traveling at this time. And finally, the biggest component of it was to keep our systems running. Uh, we depend on regulatory approvals, permits, and so forth. And so we uh, have opted to restart in order to keep everything in place so that our next season, which will begin in August of uh, 2021, will be ready to operate I hope as totally normal as it has well, in the let's, past.
1: Let's, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm tired of talking about COVID. Let's Me talk too. about fishing. Um, <laughs> would you mind uh give us an idea how you do, uh, you know, what kind of boats and what, you know, what do you, you said you're targeting peacock bass, but there's more than that. So give yes, us an there are. idea about the fishing.
9: Sure, uh, we have a number of mobile operations that allows us to stay in optimal fishing conditions in the best water at the best time. Uh, that's necessary for peacock bass and many of the other species we target. So we follow what we call the dropping water portion of the Amazon's yearly flood pulse keeping us on top of optimal conditions. We fish two anglers to uh to a boat with a Brazilian guide. They're fully equipped bass boats. Uh our operations are uh, they're not five-star hotels, but they're about as luxurious as you can imagine in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we have a uh, private cabins in each of our operations, all air-conditioned, with our own private bathrooms, hot showers. We have gourmet food and an open bar all the time. And a great place to lie about the fish you caught during the course of the day.
3: You can stop saying that.
9: I don't lie about the sizes. Well, wait a minute. Are you a fisherman? If you're a fisherman, by definition, that's what we all do. Uh,
1: Well, I may stretch it
9: a little, but I don't lie.
1: There you go. There
3: you go. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you guys have got some great peacock bass fish, and Danny Canoda was down there once or twice, somebody else, I know a couple guys. So, the average day, give John so he will understand... It's not uncommon to hook 20 or 30 peacock bass in a day.
9: Wow. Actually, it's not uncommon to land a lot more than that. Uh, We have several different operations in different regions, but Depending on which trip you've selected, we have trips where you can expect to land 20 to 50 fish a day. We have a trip that we fish in the early part of our season, which is really focused on fly fishermen. And you can catch 50 to 100 peacocks a day on this trip, wow. all the way up into now, trophy Now, size.
1: peacock bass, uh, there are different types, varieties, and sizes.
9: There are um, 16 species of peacock mm-hmm. bass. Our focus is the giant peacock bass, Cichla temensis, which grows to almost 30 pounds. Nothing similar oh. among the other species.
1: Oh, that's a lot of fighting.
9: Not only is it a lot of fighting, but it's with three three the world's most powerful freshwater fish. fish. Um, it's not uncommon to catch three or four species? Is that what you said? Yes. Well, uh there are other fish, you know, it's it's like fishing in the US. If you want to go for uh for bass, you don't go to Montana and if you want to go for trout, you don't go to Florida. The Amazon is actually as big as the continental US. And because these fish are in different regions, we operate many different trip types, giving us access. So we have a multi-species trip that we operate in Brazil's Guyana Shield Mountains. Fast water river holds payara, giant wolf fish. Uh, We're talking fish well into the 30-pound class. Uh, It holds a fast water peacock bass. Uh, all kinds of different catfish, up and over three hundred and fifty pounds, oh. and that region is where the variety comes in. Wow!
3: I
1: wanted you to get that out. That's why I was teasing you. Okay. <laughs> on, on those catfish, you see people, you know, reaching into the water, putting their hand in a catfish's mouth and pulling it up, as opposed Got to using you. a uh, hook and line.
9: Yeah, you so, try to noodle this, you're never coming up.
3: <laughs>
9: <laughs> and you might come back with a stump. Yeah, perhaps but at least you'll come up then. Uh the the catfish, the catfish are wonderful game fish there. We have a lot of catfish that are pelagic that chase baitfish oh. in open water. We've wow. even caught them on a fly. Uh, these are wild fish. I have seen two hundred pound piraiba giant goliath catfish, chasing twenty pound wolf fish through the shallows. Yeah,
1: John, that one of my last kick buckets. Yeah. I gotta get back one more time.
9: We're here for you when you're ready to go. In light of 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 the changes that have occurred in the real world this year, we've now opened our schedule all the way out to 2023 uh, because we know that a lot of people will feel well, more can you comfortable. Give us a,
1: can you give us an idea how you get there and some kind of an approximate price range?
9: Yeah. Our, our trips start under $5,000 and range up to 60250 Uh and that's the reason for the difference in prices, the different regions and facilities we use in different regions. But they're that's, all kind of sort of – Yeah, uh, we think so. I, frankly, I think it's a lot less expensive than a week in Florida fishing for the imported mini peacocks they have there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we get there by, American Airlines has direct flights out of Miami, and uh, we pick you up at the airport there. We provide all of the transfers and uh, and hotels necessary.
2: Okay, guys, we're going to have to leave it there. That sounds like a pretty good deal, fishing in the Amazon in South America. you got to check out acuteangling.com. Acuteangling.com. When we come back, we're heading out to New Mexico. Hope you can join us.
7: A full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing.
4: Welcome back
0: to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan.
3: This is
1: John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Sebby. And uh, we've got a very interesting guy coming up, Frank, uh, from Taos, New Mexico. Would you like to introduce him? Well, let's let him tell you about New Mexico and his fly shop. Give your website.
3: All right, our website is uh, com.
1: That's easy. You can
3: also reach us at uh, info at com as well. And you have plenty of great
1: guides, and I can say that from personal experience.
3: And the fly shop, if you forgot something, they've got it. Right. Yes, we are a full-service fly shop located in Taos, New Mexico, in northern New Mexico. Um, we're about an hour and a half north of Santa Fe. For you folks that don't know where we're at, uh, what, how yeah. high is Taos elevation? Uh, we're at we're at seven thousand feet. So we provide uh, high alpine fishing. Uh, we have a little lake mm-hmm. region here, but uh, we're you know we're known for the Rio Grande and the Red River, and we also fish the Chama, which is west of here, also.
1: Yeah, well, water runs downhill. Is, is there
3: your mountains
1: up
3: higher than you out there? Yeah, most of our mountains are at uh, twelve, thirteen thousand. Uh, wow. You know, we're we're kind of uh, you know, like I said, a high alpine environment. Um, our season lasts from April well into November and the Thanksgiving. I
1: got a quick question. Do you guys still, like, if we call you and we book our trips, you have some recommendations where to stay right around there close,
3: correct? We do, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we pride ourselves, you know, on our fishing, uh, but we also like to, you know, provide hospitality for our clients as well. Yeah. And uh, there For you uh, couples that are
1: going, if the girls don't want to fish one day, there's a lot of things to see there. There's a
3: lot of art,
1: a little bit of everything under the sun.
3: Am I lying or am I dying? No, Tasha has a great music scene. They have a great art scene. Um, But surprisingly, we have a lot of women who are fishing with us now, Um, a lot of women's groups and uh, husbands and wives. Uh, grandfathers, granddaughters. We, we've had a big influx, I would say, the last five years uh, in in women fishing with us. I've been with the shop uh, since 07, and I've definitely seen it the last five or six years, an influx of, of women. They have well, their own gear now, too,
1: 88% or 98% of the women now. Not like the old days, they were always barry and stuff.
3: Yeah, well, I it's guess you sell a few rides though, when the girls uh, are there, and the they love it. a lot of serious female anglers out there.
1: So uh, could you give a idea for a couple going fishing per day, and what's the best
3: time to come? Well our season is uh in April all the way extends into into thanksgiving, predicated on the weather. We have a really awesome uh a patch in in April uh, that can be a really fun time to come, but for the most part, you know our season is um you know the mid mid june early July, well into uh, October is when I would say our our most popular time to fish is. And uh, when you're fly fishing, are
1: we using 18s this time of year or 24s or fourteen?
3: Well, it's interesting you say that because I had a trip last week on the Rio, and we were using size 6 jig uh, head hares Ears and catching fish on those, and then also size 20 plain James. So it's basically getting your bug out in front of them and and allowing them to eat.
1: John, you got a question for him or Mark? Oh, I'm just going to comment one. that You're talking about women. The fastest growing segment of fishing right now is women. You're right. And they're not they're not doing it just to be with their husbands. They you know, it's been said that they have a natural ability um, more than men because they they don't try and overpower it so
3: much. I would tend to agree with you on that. Um, it's a lot easier uh, to instruct a uh, a woman. They slow down. Um, you know, they a lot of them are, are quick learners. Quick uh, absolutely, when it comes to casting, reading the water as well, uh, talking about seams and, and placement of your fly. Absolutely.
1: And what are you fishing for primarily okay. or secondarily?
3: Uh well primarily, you know, in the Rio Grande. Uh we have really nice rainbows in there. Uh, solid solid rainbow population. We have a lot of lot of browns, we have big browns. We also have Rio Grande cutthroats, more in our high alpine stream if you want to come out here and target those and more of our tributaries that feed into the Rio and that feed into the Red River. And um, so do you,
1: you just meet people and take them on the river? You have a, do you have an accommodate or a lodge or anything that you use?
3: We do not. Um, a lot of our people stay in Airbnbs or hotels. or uh, A lot of our clients have uh, second homes out here as well. Uh, we do not have a lodge. We are a full-service fly shop, though, and we're located, uh, you know, just south of town, not, not even a mile on the main drag. Um, but we do we not have a lodge, but we have a lot of fishing, gentlemen. If you were to drive around this community, you would be shocked at all the water that we have. Uh, here and north of here and west of here as well.
1: Yeah, you guys have always told me good lodges to stay uh, good hotels to stay out of bed and breakfast. And you do have all. guys has a
3: favorite. <laughs> <So, laughs> they do. They do. Which, do which one some, do uh, you like? i, I put put a little biased. Or guy. you could yeah, say yeah, too. Yeah, I don't yeah, care.
2: You guys are kind of talking over each other. Frank, re-ask your question about a favorite lodge. Are you there, Frank? yeah I'm here you you uh you were kind of talking over each other so reask your question about a favorite lodge
1: yeah one or two What your uh everguide has a favorite lodge one or two so which ones do you like to have your fr- people stay at if you're
9: picking them up
3: Well uh the El monte sagrado is a very nice hotel in town and also the uh Taos inn as well I, w- I would probably say those are our two. Two hot locations for people, and then Airbnb. Thank you so much.
2: You say you got my to... wife
1: wanted to know because she says she'll go wade fishing with me two days, and then she's going to do the music and the art more than she's going to fish this trip. Oh, it's a beautiful town. It's a wonderful place to fish, and I have never met a bad guide in your shop. So that well, says you. a lot for me because I'm the most pickiest guy, person for guides you've ever met.
3: <laughs> well, we uh, we pride ourselves on, on our guides, absolutely.
2: Hey, well, Chris. Just
1: a, a quick question.
3: Um, most people that go
1: there are probably driving because you're fairly centrally located. And, if, you know, do people take a guide for two days and then go out by themselves for a day or two?
3: Yeah, that's that's exactly how it works. Uh, that's 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 a great question. Um, we do have people that do um, multi-day trips with us. Um, we also have a lot of people that come out here for a week or two, so they'll check in and fish with us for you know, one or two days and then go out on their own for, you know, a few days and then they'll come back in and, and do a trip with us, whether it's a float trip or a wave trip. And we also provide trips down in the gorge, float trips as well down there. That's a lot of fun.
2: Hey, Chris, it's uh, the, it's Mark back here in the studio. Could I get a question in real quick? Sure. Um, I'm on your website here. The, um, TaosFlyShop.com, and I'm looking at a section called Learn to Fly Fish. So I'm thinking you give instructions, teach people how to fly fish.
3: Absolutely, we do. We have um, a beginner class. We have an instinctive class. And then we have a guide school where people who potentially want to get into the industry take our guide school. They come from all over the country. And we usually offer those uh, in in June and in, in the springtime. mm mm-hmm. um,
2: and you say you got a couple of feet of snow out there. Is that going to stay until springtime or does it melt off after a while?
3: Well, it looks like it's here to stay right now. We've <laughs> had cool temperatures at night. Uh, we had a lot of snow in the high country. And I know I just live west of the plaza and I got uh, eight inches at my house. So it hasn't melted off yet. The ground appears to be frozen. Uh, so I, I think it's going to stick with us for a while, but it hasn't affected the fishing. Fishing's been really good. We have trips out today. We have five trips out on on the water. We have two uh, float trips, and then we have three uh, wave trips out on the water today, and uh, it's been fishing good.
2: Those people just yeah, want to be look and go do it, huh?
3: Yeah, it's one of the
1: places you can go and just totally relax. And I am honestly can say it's one of the few places that I love to just one day. Not even fish. Just walk the river.
2: Well, Chris, go ahead and give out that website one more time.
3: Okay. We are at House uh, Fly Shop dot com and our uh, email is info at taosfly
2: dot com. Gotta love it, gotta love it. If you want to go to New Mexico, talk to Chris, TaosFlyShop.com. dot com. Info at Taosfly dot com. And we're coming back here on Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Now stay with us.
0: And I know really the job that I gave her of cleaning all my fish.
6: We have something new and exciting for all fishermen and fisherwomen, from five to twelve-year-old boys and girls to teenagers and adults. Join the Unreal Fish sales Fresh and Saltwater Fishing Club to get an amazing fifty percent discount on all Unreal rods and reels, forty percent discount on all apparel, and thirty percent discount on all Unreal mounts. This monthly Fresh and Saltwater video contest has a cash prize up to twenty-five hundred dollars. Members who join our Unreal Fish sales Club anytime this
7: A full-service fly shop. His and her fly fishing offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live Saturdays on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff
4: will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing.
7: Welcome back to
0: Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Henneken. And hey,
1: Frank Subby, our co host. Uh, Frank, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for setting those people up. Uh, a couple of things I'd like to mention. First of all, uh, for the month of November, uh, I have a condo, a three bedroom, three story, uh, right down you know, next to the marina. And uh, there's We've got a lot of availability, so um, I'm willing to put it out at half the, post, the posted price so for 225 bucks or 125 bucks. Uh, you can sleep up to six. I I think four is better, but it's a full service, full kitchen, full laundry, swimming pool, uh, and it's right downtown. So if anybody's interested in that, get in touch with me, but do it quick. Yeah, very quick.
2: Downtown where? Yeah
1: trouble uh, Lucas.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it, it, if it depends on what, what state you are. You can be there in less than an hour and 20 minutes from Orange County. Yeah. and yeah, it's, well, there's, there's a lot of flights up down at the airport. The, the prices, right now, prices right now are very good. So you can fly out of L.A. or Orange County or San Diego or uh, fly out of Houston Um, or or Florida, and it's, uh, anyway, if there's something they've been thinking about and you want to get away from all this nonsense, uh, just give me a call. And uh, it's just john at um, fishtalkradio.com. And let me know if you're interested, and we'll work something out for you.
2: What's the weather like down there this time of year?
1: It's it's always the same. Warm. Uh Oh, Actually, November is a great fishing month. That's where all the big billfish come through.
8: Mm -hmm.
1: Like there's Dorado and tuna. And sometimes they're just as soon as you leave the marina. Or you can go 30, 40 miles depending on, you know, following the bait and following the fish. Well, last time we were down there, we weren't even a mile out of the harbor when we hooked our first tuna. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. uh, Anyway, uh, just, uh, you know, just... Go ahead and do it. Stop thinking about it. Just do it. John yeah. at fishtalkradio.com. and also Frank. I was fascinated with Alaskan remote adventures. Man, that sounds. I mean, that is remote, and if that's what you're looking for, with first class accommodations, and for you know, I was looking on the website, and they they had prices for you know six days for nine ten thousand dollars. And this was, you know, half that. If you uh, mentioned uh, fish on talk, and uh, you know, get in touch with me, and might even be able to do something else for you. Yeah. But uh, you know, that is—it's not for everybody. But uh, you better like the person you're going with. That's all <laughs> I can say. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about running into anybody else except the people that set the law. That's right. I mean, there's, they own that river for miles, miles and miles. There's no other lodges within, I don't know, fifteen, twenty miles. More, longer than that, I think, and yeah. not real close to any roads either. There are no roads. <laughs> I said that's you weren't close to roads. There are roads in Alaska. I didn't say well. No, but 50 there's, miles nothing, or 100. Look, there's, there's probably no roads within sixty miles. Yeah,
2: guys, we anyway, gotta we gotta shut that. her down.
1: Whoa. All right,
2: time to shut her down.
1: All right, thank uh, you. All right, thank you, Frank. Thank you, Mark. Thank you yeah. guys. Yeah, Mark, thank you. I am so sorry it took me so long. My eyes were gone yesterday. Well I'll tell you what, I think we had back a good show. To normal.
2: I think we had a good show. We had Ryan from Alaskan Remote Adventures, Paul from Acute Angling down there in the Amazon, and of course Chris, Fish Hunt Guide, Fly Tall's Fly Shop, and you can tell I'm tired. I'm gonna go lay down. You guys take care.